welcome to the Other Six Podcast, where we will discuss what it looks like to follow Jesus the other six days of the week. We'll discuss life, food, the recent sermon series of the North Liberty Church of Christ in North Liberty, Indiana. The other six podcasts on the podcast with me today is Patrick Andrews. Hello, everybody. And making his The Other Six podcast debut. I know. The man, the myth, the legend, Jody Healy. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And my name is Preston. And today we're going to continue our series, uh, our kind of mini series that we're doing to kick this year off, talking about uh, some different areas of our health. Specifically today, we're going to get into some physical health, which just by looking at us, you know that you're going to get some really good <laughs> advice uh, coming up here <laughs> if you're watching the video version. If you're, uh, if you're, watching, if you're listening to the audio-only version um, and you don't know what we look like for some reason, then we are all chiseled. Um, I mean, yeah. just, just... You don't even have to ever yeah, look yeah, us up. Yeah. We just, yep. just think of... Um, like uh, like Baywatch, uh, yeah, like yeah, those yeah, guys, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I, yeah. I get compared to him a lot. I'm mm. like Dwayne the Rock Johnson with hair. Is yeah, what people tell me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, that's what people say. So we're gonna get into some conversations on uh, physical health, but really this is gonna be a biblical perspective. From that, uh, we do acknowledge that maybe we're not the best experts on physical health, but we are qualified to talk about Bible uh, and what Jesus says uh, about that, and maybe. We can look at ourselves a little bit and see some growth that can happen there. But before we get to that, I wanted to uh, chat with you guys a little bit because this whole series has got me thinking. This whole series is about becoming better versions of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Looking at ourselves and saying, this is something I really want to improve on. And so I was thinking yesterday, uh, I wonder if there's a skill that if I could instantly master, what, what skill would I choose? Like if I could just wake up tomorrow morning and all of a sudden I am an expert at something, uh, I was trying to decide what I would like that to be. Did you land on one? I was planning on landing on one before we started recording, but I haven't you yet. You haven't? So okay. Do you have one, Patrick? So I have not landed on <laughs> one, okay. but have you landed on any specific one? Uh, I have a couple that I that I can talk about. I would like to be a grill master. I, I grill master, master, yeah. yeah. Or a smoke Man. master, smoking meats. So... I've but had your smoked turkey yeah. before. I think you've already kind of yeah. established the smoke master. master. You know, there's always room to to, to improve. But uh, um, yeah, I, I enjoy cooking uh, red meat. So maybe I need to listen to our our podcast today. You know, yeah, there you go. You know, moderation's key. You know, yeah, you know, right. When it comes to anything, I that's a that's a good one. I didn't think about that. I man, I was going through all these different things, and some of them I was like. Well, I don't know if like that's thing. That's something I could actually work on and do like yeah. a lot, for a lot of them. So I was thinking like I would love to know how to play piano really well. Okay. Um, I remember specifically in high school, I was a freshman, so I'm coming in and starting to like be like acquainted with all these upperclassmen and in band, and we went to the fair with a big group of band kids, and this one of the seniors like sits down at a piano exhibit like a uh, at the whatever commercial barn. And they have a piano on display, and he just sits down, and he starts playing jazz. Like, beautiful, crazy, electric jazz music. And it fills up this barn full of this music. And people just surrounded him. I was like, I want to be able to do that. Yeah, that is so that cool. cool. Like, that could be cool. You think of, like, the piano at the airport and stuff like that? Like, I don't. I've never seen never a piano seen at or, an airport. Or there's a piano, like, if uh, you go to a memorial, 
um, South Bend Memorial Hospital. There's a piano in the lobby. Okay. Um, yeah, usually somebody's like, playing it. Yeah, it'd be like. Are they usually playing it well? Yeah, actually, okay. yeah. Okay. They yeah. actually bring somebody in that actually knows how to do it. Like being able to sit down at a place like that and just, you know, just making beautiful music just would be great. Hammer on the keys and never draw everybody yeah. in. That would be, yeah, that'd be cool. Like yeah. that's one that I think would be really cool. That or guitar, because like anyone can just sit down and play guitar anywhere. Yeah. And it can just bring some joy into the. Into the world. So, yeah. so some music for you. You yeah. already know a lot of instruments. I, you can I know, play a lot of instruments already. Yeah. But Those I don't. Just two that you haven't. I just don't have the ones that are like pick up and go. Like yeah. I'm not going to like carry a clarinet case into <laughs> Chicago and play on the, on the street corner. And drums can be very musical too. But um, there's just something about like the melody and the, the music aspect of what happens from yeah. the beauty of a piano or guitar. You yeah. can carry a guitar, but a piano, on the other hand, that would be a little, <laughs> yeah, that would be a little bit uh, more you know, difficult. You carry there. a little uh, electric one. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, you know, Evelyn has a one that's a uh, you know a, a cat shaped and it plays meow. Oh, um, oh there you go. Meows right, in different pitches. If you could become an expert in that, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Maybe I'll start my lessons on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good place to start. You gotta start somewhere. Right, exactly. Sounds like a YouTube video, you know. Hey, I could become really popular. Yeah, there you go. The, the ones that I was thinking through for me, I, the first one that came to mind was cooking, if I could just be an ex- expert at cooking. Um, but then I, I don't think that's what I would choose because um, my wife is already an expert right, at cooking. And uh, she likes cooking, and then um, we already have an expert chef in the house. So, <laughs> so having two, that would just be, yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm sure she would much. appreciate it some days if I could crank out a meal yeah. that is actually good you know the days that she doesn't want to cook and we want something besides uh cereal when i have to cook it's mac as a box of mac and cheese or (laughs) ramen yeah yeah exactly that's about i i I mess up canned soup you know (laughs) uh, it's bad um i think one uh that i'd probably land on if i could just wake up tomorrow and be um i guess this is a weird word but to be an expert but if I could just learn a language overnight. Yeah, I thought about that when um, I was thinking on it. I think that one would be really cool. If I could just like if I could just speak Spanish tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be a cool, cool skill to have and something that I'd I'd be able to use. Um and there's there's been several times throughout my life, even in recent years, where I'm just like, Man, if I knew how to speak Spanish, like when we went to Mexico, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. Jody and I went on a mission trip to Mexico and there were several times where I was like, If I could speak Spanish, then this trip would be uh better for it i think mm-hmm. you know we could, right. we could communicate better so mm-hmm. that'd be a cool skill to have i think i'm sure there's a dozen other things that i could put but I, that's probably the one I'd, if i had to make a decision like in the next 10 minutes that's what it'd be yeah <laughs> right yeah one another one that came to my mind was like to be a marksman like with okay. but, but i'm thinking like the old like early 2000s daredevil movie the bad guy in that movie was bullseye oh, like, yeah. he doesn't miss it doesn't matter what it is he could he could throw a paperclip and hit exactly what he's trying to hit. I think that would be so fun. It's so you, cool. You just changed my mind. Yeah. Yep. You think I, that's I just, it? No, no, not marksman. Oh. I was thinking. You said marksman. I thought Olympics, and then I was like, hmm, expert skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. If I if I could be an expert skateboarder, uh, know all the tricks, do the Tony Hawk nine thousand, all that stuff, yeah, nine that hundred or whatever, cool. <laughs> that'd be fun. That would be cool. Yeah. And, you know, your your chiseled body would really help with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> be awesome. <laughs> Every week on The Other Six, we like to highlight some of our missions that we support as a church um, here at North Liberty. Um, today we're focusing our um, this time on Impact Campus Ministries. Impact Campus Ministries are built on the premise that true success is developing intimacy with God, a personal, real, and dynamic relationship with God through faith in Jesus. 
they do this by pursuing it within their leadership, modeling it, and purposely teaching it in universities to students across America. Impact currently has ministries in over 17 campuses across the United States. To learn more about this ministry, or if you want to um, contribute to that ministry, you can find more in the details below. Okay, let's dive into our conversation for today. Uh, we are going through the, these first five weeks um, that we're here in for, for 2022 and in, in the other six podcasts. We're talking about different areas of our health that we are trying to uh, look inwardly at ourselves and improve. In fact, this comes from a, a Socrates quote, which I don't have off the top of my head. Um, but it basically boils down to if you're not willing to look at yourself, um, to look inward at your own health and uh, ways that you can improve and actually take steps to improve that, if you're not doing that, then you're not doing any good. Um, and so that's what we're doing with this series is we're looking at our own spiritual health, which is the podcast we did previously. And if you haven't listened to that, then you should. Um, today we're going to talk about physical health and then in the following weeks we'll We'll dive into some other areas of our health, and so I thought a good place to start here. Um, obviously, uh, we've already we've already expressed this enough. Um, we are not experts. There are other experts. If you're trying to if you're trying to listen to a podcast to you know lose weight or get healthy, this isn't going to be it um, because that's not our goal. Our goal mm-hmm. is to help give a biblical perspective of the importance of phys- physical health uh, for the Christian, and so that's what we are going to be bringing today, um, and. Uh, so I thought it would be a good place to start if each of us would want to give maybe 60 seconds. Let's, let's give a timer of 60 seconds and sure. just talk about our own physical health journeys over the last few years. Uh, you can be as transparent or as reserved as you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. Um, I'm willing to start if you guys want sure. me to. Yeah, but, go for it. Yeah, so um, I am very aware that I am not in the best shape of my life. <laughs> um, and so I've been actively trying to work on my physical health over the years, but I am not good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just the honest truth is I'm not good at it. In fact, three years ago in 2019, beginning of 2019, I actually lost 60 pounds, which I was super stoked for. Um, I was almost down to my goal weight that like the, the goal, you know, you have that number in your mind. You're like, if I could be, if I could be this weight, that would be great. Mm -hmm. And I was almost there. And then, I mean, I have an excuse for every pounder that I gained back, <laughs> sure, um, yeah. but life happened. It was through, you know, different changes in our life, including buying a house and starting fostering and then the pandemic. And then, you know, like I said, I could come up right. with 60 excuses, but yeah. I gained back 60 pounds <laughs> and I am back <laughs> yeah. where I was three years ago. Right. And, uh, and I've been on and off of some different, um, you know, different stages of life where I've been exercising and stuff like that. And uh, up and down, you know, minorly, but um, I, I would really like to get back to that, and I am taking steps to get back to that. But so far, my my journey has been a little bit of a roller coaster sure. that started high, <laughs> <laughs> and then took a really uh, sharp down, uh, whatever that call is, in a roller coaster. A real exciting and drop. Yeah, really exciting <laughs> drop that has then, and then since then I've been on that part of the roller coaster that you just click up the steps <laughs> for the yeah. next three years, right. and you're just like, someday, <laughs> someday we'll right. get to this drop again, maybe. Yeah. So that that's yeah. your story. That's my story. Yeah, so mine's similar, very similar. I've always been a bigger kid, and I, I, I still think of myself a kid, I guess. But um, So I've done all sorts of different things to look at my physical health. Um, but 
reading into like what we're going to be talking about here today, I, I, I see that I'm setting the goals for the wrong reasons. Um, like I'm just setting a goal for a number, but, um, and similar to you, um, but mine was during the pandemic. We were home. Uh, my work got um, shut down for three months. So I was home for three months and I used that time to start um, a program that was really successful for me and um, lost a bunch of weight, fit into a bunch of clothes that I hadn't worn since high school. And it was really great. But then like, like you said, I've got an excuse for every pound that I gained back. And it's um, like, I, I find those excuses as like, I ran out of time or I went back to work. So then I didn't have all that time to do these things and focus on it. Um, but uh, yeah, so my story is very similar to yours is kind of that up and down um, yo-yo mentality of mm-hmm. losing weight and being healthy physically. Well, um, I'd like to say my story is different, but it is not. (laughs) (laughs) So you're looking at at three guys that have, you know, had up and down uh, successes throughout uh, junior high and high school. I was active. College, I was active. I was an athlete. Mm -hmm. And then I got out in uh, the real world and, uh, and tried to do my best to stay in shape. But then, uh, um, just got lazy. I guess I, that would probably yeah. be the word. And got distracted and got lazy, and I started picking up weight. And then a few years ago, uh, I just noticed my body wasn't. There was certain things that were going on. It wasn't good. So I had to go to the doctor, and I call it my day of reckoning. And yeah. he said, "You know what, Jody? You you have diabetes." Mm. And uh, that was a big big deal. You know, when you find out, hey, I got this. Um, I got diabetes. Now what am I going to do? And so I started making changes and then got distracted, Mm. got lazy, and really started feeling ramifications. And so recently I've really been trying to work hard to kind of get back to um, just a lifestyle. I think that's the key is just finding, getting a lifestyle of health. Um, I could be honest, some days I'm doing it great. Some days doing it terrible. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm – I'm with you guys. I've, I've, I've had to deal with the bulge since <laughs> almost the beginning. Right, so, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, I think, I think, uh, dealing with, uh, reasons is huge. Why yeah. are you doing this mm-hmm. is huge in setting yourself up for success. Yeah. And well, you, go ahead. No. Um, I think that's, that's the re, you know, why are we doing this? I find for myself, is it, is it to look good? Well, that's, that's, that's it. That's a reason, mm-hmm. but that's not the reason that's going to sustain you. Sure. Mm-hmm. What's a sustainable reason, especially as a Christian? Yeah. I mean, and we can get into a little bit of that later on as well. Um, but you know, I, I think I'd like to say to some degree, our stories are all the same. And to some degree, like there's a there's a percentage of that that it's not okay because we acknowledge that this is something that we have to do better at, right. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we yeah. do keep failing and succeeding and failing and mostly failing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there's a degree where that's not okay, but there's also another degree where we can say it's our our journeys are ours, and and there is some amount of okayness in that. In that we're not perfect, we can't pretend to be perfect. All we can do is work one day at a time to better ourselves, and so anyone who might be listening to this and feeling maybe you have the exact same story, maybe you have, uh, maybe your story is completely different than ours, which I'm sure that not everyone who's listening right. to this is, <laughs> has our yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, no, nobody is perfect. Not the guys on this podcast, not anyone listening to this. Um, and what's important is your ability to look at yourself, um, and your own physical health and say, where can I improve? Um, yeah. and, and that's mm-hmm. all we can do. And so that's what we're going to do. 
let's go ahead and and let's go into some scripture because I think that's going to be the best place for us to start, especially when we're talking about this through a Christian, a biblical lens. Um, let's see what the Bible actually has to say about this. And surprisingly, a lot. And there's more verses than we're going to be able to cover today, but these are the the few that we picked out that I thought this would be um, uh, just probably the, the best blanket kind of scriptures to cover what we want to talk about. The first one I want to bring up is Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. The big thing I think that we want to take away from this verse is this verse is linking your physical body to your spiritual health. Um, and, and I think that's an important thing that we don't always necessarily consider, um, at, at least in that tone, because there are other times where things that we do with our physical bodies are very much reflections of our spiritual health. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, you, we don't have to, you know, think too hard to find these, but there's all kinds of things about desires of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of the sins that we do are very physical sure. uh, things. And so there's there's an element of spiritual connectedness with our physical bodies in that sense, but we don't always flip that around and say how being healthy in a physical sense helps us to be healthy in a spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. And so looking at the other side of that, I think, is is really important and it's just important to realize we are not just um we are not just spiritual beings correct Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. uh we have been given a physical body by god and um and we need to be stewards of that and take care of that and so we are more than just the inward parts um that god has created which is a huge part of who we are sure but we are more than that right um we have been given physical bodies yeah i think i think in uh, of genesis the creation like God created the mechanical process of our bodies and called it good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the spiritual side of our health is a, a core to us, but that physical side, yeah, we definitely can't um, ignore that as well. Well, and the spiritual, our spiritual, who we are spiritually is made manifest through our physical mm-hmm. bodies. Mm-hmm. And so you can always tell some, you see the action of, of the spiritual work in somebody by seeing how they live out in a physical way. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you brought up creation. Um, that's a, a perspective I had not thought through until just this moment. But like you said, our bodies are created. And you were even saying earlier that our bodies are machines. Like they mm-hmm. are built to last. They are built to do stuff. Right. Um, if you think about the other elements of God's creation, if you think about like our planet Earth, right? The, the Christian worldview should say, that God created this beautiful planet, shouldn't we take some time to protect it? Sure. Like, this is mm-hmm. God's creation. God created the oceans. Let's get the trash out of the oceans, right? right. Mm-hmm. You know, because God created it. And then we look at our own bodies, and we're like, God created this body. And I'm going to eat a double and quarter I'm, pounder with fries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, like, there's a perspective of when you realize that you are created, and your mm-hmm. body was created for a purpose, everything in our body, besides the appendix, apparently, as a <laughs> in the gallbladder, maybe I don't. I'm not that was sure. just God's sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Um, but our, our bodies are are designed. They're not accidents. They are designed to do incredible, amazing things. And when we don't take care of our physical bodies, we are limiting our body's ability to 
be the the body that we, it was created for. Right. Um, that's an interesting perspective that I actually think is really cool mm-hmm. and is motivating to me. <laughs> so the next verse we have is uh, uh, also in Corinthians. It's First uh, Corinthians three sixteen and seventeen. Um, and it is, don't you know that yourselves uh, are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? And if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is sacred, and that you are that temple. I remember, uh, you know, when I was a kid, and you uh, were, like, running through the church halls, or there's one time where, like, I accidentally broke a light in the church, (laughs) a little fluorescent light, and uh, I got yelled at because, you know, disrespecting God's temple, Mm -hmm. disrespecting God's house. And um, we've always seen the church building as a very sacred, very special place. Uh, But this verse kind of flips that a little bit. And um, this verse points out that our bodies, it's not this church building that's the house of God. It's actually our bodies that are the house of God. And uh, and because of that, you know, it's the, the proper etiquette that you would have like in a church uh, we should instead be applying that more to our bodies as as the temple of God and respecting our bodies not to disrespect the temple of God. Right, and mm-hmm. it's similar to what you said with the that that respecting the earth because it is God's creation. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of falls in that same category. It's mm-hmm. like we are a temple to to spread the word of God, and um, we it's kind of with the other six is like we go outside of the church and we do things. So it, how you respect the church, the building itself. Like you should be respecting your body as well to be able to live a life, a healthy life that is mm-hmm. pleasing and showing worship to God. Mm-hmm. With this verse, we're talking specifically about physical right now, mm-hmm. but this applies to every area. Sure, of health. Like, absolutely. Your, your temple is more than your physical body too. It's your heart. It's your mind. Um, it's it's a, it's every area that we're talking about our right. health and through this little mini series that we're doing. That applies mm-hmm. to this verse as well. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna stick to the physical. Yeah. today just because that's what we're talking about. Um, so what, what do we do? How do we do that? Uh, if we're trying to respect our sure. temple, what's some steps? Well, go ahead, Jody. Well, um, you took a I think the first thing is is uh, getting proper rest. It's uh, getting that sleep at night instead of uh, watching an extra show on TV or uh, watching uh, something on YouTube. It's actually yeah. saying, hey, man, my body needs extra rest. In fact, I think as Americ- Americans, we're probably one of the worst cultures at getting physical rest mm-hmm. uh, from everything that I've read or heard. Like we really don't get the rest that our bodies need. And then we're at uh, a deficit. Our bodies at a, as a physical deficit of, of the rest that we need. That's how our bodies repair. Literally mm-hmm. our bodies repair while we sleep. Yeah. Um, and that, that one seems easy, you know, just right. go to bed. And <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to take a nap? Who doesn't right. want to go to bed? Like, yeah. I mean, Sign remember, me up. I remember hearing a quote uh, when I was in like high school that sleep is for babies and old people. I'll sleep when I'm dead. That was yeah. the quote. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Do you know? I don't know where that's from. I've heard I'll sleep when I'm dead, though. Yeah, like, yeah. I've heard that sleep specifically. And then people that don't sleep, they die quicker. <laughs> so yeah, that's get, true. get the sleep that they need. But that, that's kind of the American <laughs> idea. Well, I don't know if it's just American or not, but it's like there's not enough hours in the day to do what we feel like we need to or want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, sleep is in some ways feels like a waste of time, but really it's taking care of your, your body. But if you uh, actually uh, listen to uh, athletes, they take this very, very seriously. They, they take, uh, like they have chambers that they sleep in. They have, mm. um, they have, they spend 
lots and lots of money to make sure that they have the right mattresses to get the sleep that mm. they need because they know without sleep they cannot perform the way that God made their bodies right. to perform. Well, looking uh, into some of this stuff that we were talking about today, I, I came across a quote from LeBron James, all-star basketball player. Everyone knows who this guy yep, is. Yep. But um, that he spends over a million dollars a year just on rest and preparing his body for what he needs to do huh. over a million dollars a year. I don't know how, I don't know how you spend a million. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I would imagine like, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to put words into his mouth on how he spends that money, but yeah, that's what he said was, he was quoted as saying he spends a million dollars a year on just upkeep and, and I'm sure it is probably medical expenses and stuff like that. Sure. But, and, but you know what? That's probably, that's pretty, co- pretty common amongst athletes, yeah. you know, because they know if they're not rested, they're not going to perform, and yeah. if they're not going to perform, they're not going to they're not going to have a, a position on a team. Right. This 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 little bit of a conversation kind of falls into the next verse that we have on here too. Is also in First Corinthians nine twenty four and twenty seven. Um, I don't have the verse in front of me, but it's a general um, like imagery of running and chasing after God, and and um, comparing that to how an athlete um, runs a race and prepares for a race. This whole verse is is more talking about living a life for God and and pursuing mm-hmm. God and holiness. Um, but the way that it's comparing that chase to athletes, I think, can speak into like being self disciplined sure. um, physically mm-hmm. as our health to be able to go out and do sure. that. I think of um, um, like older people that have spoken into my life um, and have have had um, a big impact on how I. Um, grew as a Christian, mm-hmm. um, and I think of like grandparents and um, my my wife's grandparents and stuff like that. And I want to be able to have a physical health um, to be able to speak into you know my my daughter's sure. kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. So I just just that idea of comparing race and athletes to your pursuit of holiness and of of pursuing God, mm-hmm. like we can we can use that also vice versa sure. as to how we run this race mm. as athletes, being self-disciplined in that physical aspect too. I can read that real quick. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Some real cool imagery in there. Uh, what, are, what are some other um, ways that we can take care of this temple that we've been given? Yeah, I think another, another good one is to not just pursue the good things, but also to avoid negative aspects of sure. our health, um, whether that be just plain laziness and sluggardness. There's sure. a ton of that in the Bible and Proverbs. There's a ton of that. Um, but also like drugs, alcohol, all that kind of stuff that can really just defile the way um, that your physical health is. Well, be careful about the word defile. Okay. Uh, because there's in Mark, in Mark chapter 7, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, and this is a scene where the the, the Jesus' disciples didn't wash their hands before they ate. Okay. And so the Pharisees were like, Jesus, yeah, are you sure. kidding me? Did, are they eating without <laughs> dirty hands? And Jesus has a statement that says, what goes into your body does not defile you, mm. 
but what comes out of your body. So do be sure. careful okay, about that sure, word because sure. Jesus did specifically sure. say. Uh, and, and the point with that is um, what you consume is not what makes you unclean. Sure. It's actually what comes out of your heart. But what, to your point with physical, with your physical health, sometimes it's not always about what's right or wrong. Sure. I mean, of course, like, yeah, illegal substances, getting drunk, those are all, you know, condemned in the Bible. Sure. Um, but sometimes it's not necessarily about what is right or wrong. Like, is this double whopper right or wrong? Yeah, or right. is this, uh, you know, is this al- alcoholic beverage? Is this right or wrong? It's not always that. Sometimes it's, is it wise? Sure. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. something that's healthy for me right now uh, or not? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we have to employ some some wisdom in that. And I think with that ties in what what we said earlier about moderation. It's not so much that something is necessarily bad. Is it too much of it? Now, there's some things you could say, well, that's probably not the healthiest thing for you to eat, like McDonald's, you know. I think McDonald's might be the closest thing that you could say would defile the body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Solomon says, you know, if you find a bit of honey, eat only a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah Because yeah. if you eat too much, you'll throw up. Yep. <laughs> and that's, it's talking about moderation yeah, there, you yep. know. Yeah, the, honey's a good thing. But if all you eat is honey, then you're going to get yourself sick. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's not taking care of your body. Yeah. And I remind my kids that every Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> right. Patrick, you added one more thing on here. You want to talk about that? About adding rooms? Yeah. So this kind of falls into the line of that scripture of our, our body being a holy temple. And I was thinking on that. I was like adding rooms to that temple, bringing other people in, in community. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. If And that's going to be a common theme for all of these health discussions, I think, is a com- doing something in community will really bolster what you're trying to do. Sure. Um, it holds you accountable. Um, having someone to work with you is also just motivation to continue and, and stay strong in that. So mm-hmm. I think adding rooms to your temple by bringing other people in and, and helping bolster what you're trying to do. Yeah, sure. So finding community, maybe that's in a community group at NLCC. Maybe it's just with a group of friends or calling some, some uh, friends for that conversation and say, Hey, I'm, I'm on this journey. Uh, I'm trying to, to get my body back into a, a, a form that glorifies God, mm-hmm. and will you do it with me? Um, yeah. And I found in my own life, um, being very uh, vulnerable, is the seasons of success usually included somebody else in the journey. Sure. Those uh, times when I just tried to muscle it by myself and just do it within myself, um, I found that I was easily distracted and easily faded away from what I knew I needed to do. Yeah. Yep. There are dozens, if not hundreds of verses in the Bible that show we are built for community. Uh, from the very beginning, man's not made to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's a design are, of the church. Yeah. We are built for community because we are better in community. And that's what makes up the bride of Christ, the church. Yep. And so um, that's a, that's a really important step. That's one of the harder ones because that way you're actually putting, especially when it comes to physical health, yeah. you have to admit to somebody else, I'm not happy with where I'm at. Uh, can we get there together? Sure. Mm-hmm. And taking that step can be really difficult, but you know what? I just, I just gave my whole health journey on this podcast. So you can too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've also got first Corinthians, um, 10 31 on here. And this is just, uh, kind of a verse that reminds us that it's everything that we do and do is the verb there. Um, yeah. 
with it's, action. It's like a huge blanket statement, yes. but it can cover not not just physical health, but all these other healths too. But yeah, go ahead. And yep. First uh, Corinthians ten thirty one. So whatever you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Um, this verse doesn't say that when you eat or drink, some things that you're uh, it's not glorifying to God or, or anything like that. It's saying in everything that you do, including eating and drinking, right? Like yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. Paul points that one out specifically. Like yeah. he could have said, you know, any other activities that we do, but he specified eating and drinking and everything else right. mm-hmm. is do it all for the glory of God. Everything that the Christian does is for God's glory. As an act of worship. That's what that's mm-hmm. all about is yeah. everything that we do is an act of worship. Yep. And so we need to make sure what we do honors God. Well, I feel like we've uh, we've done an okay job of representing the importance of physical health through a biblical lens. Um, I'm sure we could have talked about this for longer, but I'm again, we're not the best ones to talk about. Yeah. Um, there are other great biblical teachers who have uh, addressed this problem, and so um, I encourage you to to start that to to do what it takes to glorify God in everything that mm-hmm. you do, including your physical health. Um, make a plan, and again, it's. It's your motivation and it's your reason. If you want to do it just so you can look good in a swimsuit, um, that's not a horrible motivation, but it's probably not going to last. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to, if you want to take care of your physical body because you recognize that it is the temple of God, it is the creation of God, it is a tool that God has given you uh, to glorify Him. If you can look at it through that perspective, I think it may put a little bit more uh, juice in that. Um, <laughs> Blender. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, having a, a juice juice for breakfast instead of a the double burrito meal for yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so we really do want to challenge you and encourage you to take steps to um make twenty twenty two a year. Um and you know what? Maybe maybe someone in the future is listening. Whatever year you're listening to this in, which is probably twenty twenty two, uh make this the year that you get your physical health uh into a, a form that's actually gonna be glorifying to God. Let's go ahead and transition to our, uh, our our closing. I've got a game for us All today. Right. This is going to be a shorter game than normal, okay? Um, but I think you guys are going to like it. I made it just for you. Um, it goes by a name that is not catchy at all, but it's football play or something else. Okay. Okay. Um, here's <laughs> okay. how the game is going to work. I'm going to ask you one at a time. So this isn't a both answer situation. Sure. It's okay. going to go one at a time. And I'm going to ask you if the – the title that I'm giving you is the title of an actual football play. Okay. Or uh, I'll give you another option for what else it could be. So okay. it's a, you have a 50-50 okay. shot, and you sure. have to tell me okay. if it's right or wrong. Um, I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to start with Patrick. Okay. Okay. The first one is called. Oh, hold on. I'm nervous. Hold on. I might. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry with Patrick. Okay, the first one is called the walk up. The walk up. Yes. Is this an actual football play, or is this a fitness machine advertised on Facebook that turned out to be a scam? <laughs> um, the walk up. That mm. that to me, oh man, it sounds like terrible branding if that's what it is for <laughs> a, uh for a fitness machine. I'm going to say it's a football play. Okay. The walk-up is an actual football play. Yeah, yep. okay. good job. Good deal. It's a, In that play, the the offense pretends to have gotten a penalty, and so the the 
Uh, center will hand the ball over the shoulder to the quarterback who will take five penalty steps okay. while everyone else is just kind of standing up looking around. And then as and soon as they get off. past the defense, they take off. Yep. I've seen I've seen video of that yes. in like peewee football games. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it in professional of, football. I'm not saying all of these are from the <laughs> NFL. Okay. Yeah. I'm just sure. saying it's an actual football play that I found That's online. Interesting. Well, all right. It's really interesting. All right. Uh, this one's for you, Jody. All right. No pressure. Uh, this one is the Royal Gamma. Is this an actual Royal football gamma. play, or is this a species of fish? The Royal Gamma. The Royal Gamma. <sighs> Let me see. I, uh, man, that's a tough one. Um, I'm think I'm going to call it a fish, a species of fish. Am I right? You are correct. All right. That's, that's what I would have guessed, too. I was yeah. like, I've never heard of that. <laughs> and see, in my football experience, I've never Heard of anything? Heard of anything like, like I thought Jody might have a little bit of an advantage so. on this one. He has a little more organized football um, experience than I do. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't usually do trick plays yeah, at sure. Mishawaka. We yeah. kept it, you know, <laughs> go behind the line. That's basically yeah. <laughs> three, right. year, uh, three yards in a cloud of dust. There you know, you one point for each of you. This one's for Patrick. Right. Uh, the f- the play is called Phantom Punch. Is this an actual football play? Or is this the name for a punch by Muhammad Ali that was so fast that nobody saw it? Ooh. I actually do think it's a Muhammad Ali punch. That is correct. Yeah. It is oh, a right. Muhammad I feel like Ali I've heard punch. that before. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Yep. It's a, apparently he got a one-punch knockout that was so quick no one in the audience even saw the punch happen, but That's it crazy. was a KO. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right, this one uh, is for Jody. It's called Kaleido. Is this a football play? Or is this a band that performed at the last Vans Warped Tour? Oh, wow. <laughs> Kaleido. Kaleido. I have no idea, so I'm going to guess. If, it yeah, sounds like clip. a band. It really does sound like a band. That's correct. That's a band. Wow. Good. Yeah. I would have guessed a football play. <laughs> I would have guessed a football you play. You guys are doing one. really well. Wow, yeah. Uh, we're doing two really points good. for each of you, okay? Uh, next one is for you, Patrick. It's called The Big Man. Is this a football play? Or is this a movie directed by Clint Eastwood? That's a football play. That is correct. It's a football <laughs> play. Do you know? Do you know what that play is? It's when you throw to an eligible lineman downfield. Yep, that's correct. All right, that good job. Correct. All right, uh, Jody. This one is called Diamond Hands. Is this a football play or is this a Gen Z slang term? Oh wow. Um, I'm gonna go Gen Z. Uh, slang term. That is correct. Yeah. Also, yep. man, I must have not have made this game hard enough. Because well, those are one hundred percent. We're doing really well. This is probably the best that we've ever done on a trivia game. <laughs> yeah, you are. Well, uh, my hope is that the listeners don't know football plays as sure. well, so they can be playing along, right? Yeah, and, and get them right or wrong. Some of them I've actually heard of before, so like I actually feel really confident on on these answers so far. Okay, yeah. that's good. That's good. How about this one uh, for Patrick? The Fumblerooski. That's this, a football play. Is this a football play? <laughs> yeah, it's a football play. Or is this a combo meal served at a select few Burger King locations that includes a double steakhouse burger, a large fry, and a can of Beck's beer? <laughs> That's a football play. <laughs> I just really wanted to read that one. Yeah. <laughs> I should have let you. It's always fun hearing the answers. Did you come up with the? Answers? I came up with these, and that one was the hardest one for me to come up with. I was uh, like, "What else could a fumbler right. be?" Yeah, and I was like, "Ah, a meal with a burger and a, a beer." <laughs> burger and a beer. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one's for you, Jody. All right. Swinging gate. 
Is this an actual football play? This is a football play. Or is play. this an ambient? You got to let me give the answers. <laughs> or is this an ambient TV show on Hulu? <laughs> it's a football play. That's right. It's a football play. You got to give the listeners time to answer. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I apologize, yeah, we, no, I apologize to all the listeners out there. Sorry. Sorry guys. <laughs> just, when you're confident about an answer, you just want to go with it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. Don't want the doubt to seep see, see yeah. in. <laughs> uh, Patrick. Yep. The Lonesome Polecat. Is this an actual football play, or is this street art by the graffiti master who is known only by the name of Banksy? Oh, no, that's a good one, because I could see both. I have a football reason why something could be called like that. I'm going to go football, saying that the wideout is the only one on a post route. Okay, uh, that is correct. Oh, I, don't, I actually don't know what that play is. Um, I'm assuming... There's only one wide receiver going straight down the field, and everyone else is doing some kind of fancy gotcha. stuff. That's my guess. That's what yeah, my reasoning was. I think sounds good. Yeah. All right, uh, Jody. Okay. This one is called pinball. Is that an actual football play, or is this an actual basketball play? Man. This is where the Jeopardy music comes in, right? <laughs> um, I think this is a basketball play. That is correct. Wow. Yeah. We are 100%. <laughs> You're 100%. I'm so impressed with and, us, Jody. <laughs> and I have exhausted my list. Oh, wow. Right. Yes. <laughs> great. We're perfect. Yes. So, That's great. Great job, wow. you guys. Uh, I feel a little defeated. <laughs> I felt like I was going to stump you on a couple of those. Well, oh, here's man. the thing. Some of those were like a 50-50 shot. Yeah, and yeah. that's you true. Know. So we had less so, so chances don't, to lose. You know, you should feel good about yourself. <laughs> the, the, the one with the banks being possibly being a Banksy art one. I was truly fifty fifty on that one. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> that was a that was another one that I was trying really hard to figure out what else could be called lonesome polecat. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, that will be it for our episode today. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, uh, Jody. Thank you, Patrick. My name is Preston. This has been the Other Six Podcast, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Bye.